Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mind is the Matter podcast. I'm Alyssa, your host, and for those who are new here, super glad to have you here. Open to all discussions here. It's a safe place, but (laughs) either way, I'm super glad. Just buckle up, buttercup, because you're in for a treat when it comes to some of these episodes. Um, So today's episode really was inspired by something that just recently happened in my life, a new friendship. And, you know, this friendship, you, I would have never guessed or thought that this would happen but I truly am grateful that it did because let me tell you this wonderful woman that I have encountered so happens to be the same woman that is my so on quote-unquote toxic ex's ex yes this is the woman that you know if you've listened to previous podcast like previous episodes you know you've obviously got the spiel of what happened and you know with my last relationship honestly I wouldn't even count it as a last relationship but to fast forward you this girl was the ex of my previous ex and this man literally portrayed this woman to be the most toxic human being known to man just overall this horrible person that that he wanted to paint out her uh, her out to be and wow what opposite that really truly is not only did this man lie to her and lie to the both of us but he is a well-known manipulator and i love how text receipts and how voice audios can really just shit on another person and really make all of the light all of the darkness and all of the lies just come to light i'm here for it now listen i'm not one to bash you know, a man, but when it comes to the shitty ones, I kind of don't have any remorse and I kind of don't care if I hurt their feelings. So with that being said, I hope every single inconvenience imaginable to that man because he completely deserves it for trying to make two intelligent, smart and beautiful women gain up against like trying to pin us up against each other and try to make us dislike each other when in all reality, we're both like we're both victims of a situation from a narcissistic man that loves to control situations especially his women that he's in front of and also a man that loves to have women think that we're obsessed with him when in reality boo you wish I was we you wish we were obsessed with you come on now be for real you know you're a grown-ass man still living at home still barely having your shit together and still playing the blame game and trying to victimize yourself so other people can feel sorry for you yes i am talking my shit right now (laughs) let me let me have my little scorpio moment because like i said when you're on a good side with me you're on a good side with me but this is you know this is the side of me that you do not want to be on because like i said i have no remorse i don't care i don't care about hurting your feelings and you know what shitty people don't really deserve to you know have given the benefit of the doubt or just you know be understood because you know what you're a shitty person you knew exactly what you're doing so therefore i have all rights to talk shit (laughs) uh you know being a mature person it really does it really does take it but you know i'm gonna have my i'm gonna have my moment i think all of us are allowed at least one moment where we can just be petty and just you know 
Uh, anyway, that's besides the point. This episode is truly inspired by that. And shout out to my girl, who is my friend now. Um, I won't say her name because, like, you know, I always want to make sure I ask permission before I say names. But this one's for you. Like, this this episode is truly for her. And what I've heard her tell me, you know, learning about the situation that they were both in together and how he, oh my God, this man is literally, I feel disgusted with myself for how I thought I felt about this man when in all reality, it was such a lie. Like he really, I think he's in the wrong field. He should be a fucking actor because boy, the freaking Grammy award performance this man showed out for himself lord like it was top tier he had me fooled but again sometimes as much as we want to sit there and blame the person we gotta take take a few steps back and really reflect on how could have i avoided this how could i've seen the red flags and how could i make sure this doesn't happen again because like i said this platform is mine this platform is for everyone to feel safe to be able to laugh cry talk our shit and overall move past it and expand our minds so that way we're not repeating mistakes that we've had in the past you know we're not making the same decisions we're not making the same choices and getting upset when we come with the same results we want different results so here's how to get different results <laughs> so anyways with no further ado let me go ahead and get di- dive deep into this episode because this episode is 10 tips for healing a broken heart like I said, this one, this episode really does go to my new friend that that has gotten in this situation. Because like I said, even though I was hurt by the situation, I didn't endure as many years as she did. I was only within that situation for a month. And I'm not going to lie either. I definitely got love bombed out of like the fuck out of in that relationship. And to be honest with you, that definitely was not love. I don't think I feel love for him. And I don't think I ever did. I think I was just confused of what I thought I was, how I was thought I was supposed to be treated. But in reality, that just was all a lie. So I don't consider him even someone I even loved. <laughs> and I, you know, like I said, that may sound fucked up, but kind of don't care anymore. He doesn't really affect my daily life anymore. If anything, now how I look at it is like, I see this girl that she's been through hell and back with this man. And Overall, like I said, this is just who I am. I truly want to be able to be an extension, be a hand for her to help her out. Because you know what? I was in that same position as her at one point with my own ex of six years. Yes, dealt with that for six consecutive years. So if I can be a healing voice, a healing hand, and just help someone, especially that is in my reach, I will do just that. So I hope, like, if she's listening to this, you know, this one's for you, girl. This one is for you. (laughs) So, let's get into this quote. She's actually the one that sent me this. (laughs) So, I'm going to go, like I said, this episode, I'm dedicating this to her because, you know, she really is such a sweet soul. And I I wish I would have known who she was and not allowed a man to completely make me dislike someone I've never met like oh it gets me so mad it gets me so frustrated and upset with myself because I'm like I should have I should have you know been the type of woman to 
come to some to the to another woman and be like listen he's saying all these things about you but then again i wasn't like he gave the impression like this girl was crazy that she was obsessed and that she wouldn't leave him alone and you know all this all these things like like i said grammy award-winning performance that man had given the stories he's given like you would be so convinced like who but that's besides the point let's get into it because he's not relevant i really don't like talking about him because i mean he takes up time and energy that just shouldn't be taken up you know this goes out to any ex of yours like when i say screw you say you (laughs) you know they're not worth the time to be even spoken on or even just given given your energy so for today's quote it says My therapist once told me, anger is the part of yourself that loves you the most. It knows when you are being mistreated, neglected, and disrespected. It signals that you have to take a step out of place that doesn't do you justice. It makes you aware that you need to leave a room, a job, a relationship, old patterns that don't work for you anymore. Learn to listen to your anger and make it your best friend, then it'll leave. And that stuck with me forever. That was so good. I really liked that. When she sent me that, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I I need to I need to have this on on my podcast. I have to have this on one of the episodes. So, you know, like I said from that quote, sometimes your anger is your best friend. Sometimes when you get upset, when you get angry at yourself for the for the most part, like, you know, like why did I do this? Why did I put myself in this situation? Like I can't believe I ignored the signs, I ignored the red flags. Like, what the fuck? You know, getting so frustrated with yourself, but like appreciate your anger appreciate that you're even acknowledging the wrongs of your own doing like you're being aware of the situation and like of course like I always say don't don't tear yourself apart because we're all human we're gonna make mistakes sometimes more than once and it is what it is it's 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 life you know but what's most important is that you are reflecting on what happened to you and you're seeing for yourself, okay, this is something I don't want anymore. Like, I don't deserve to be put through this. I don't deserve to even be sitting in this room. I need to get up. I need to walk away. And that is the best place that you can be at yourself is when you start getting angry. Because that anger inside of you is going to push you. It's going to motivate you to get out of the room, get out of the place that you're not appreciated, and go somewhere that you are. So here are the 10 tips for healing a broken heart. So. <laughs> breakups usually aren't easy you know whether your ex-partner ended the relationship with, ended the relationship or you did so sometimes you're reminiscing about the happy moments during your time together that can make the breakup hard to get past believe me I think we've all reminisced over the old times but whatever you're feeling right now that is normal I want I want you guys to understand that feeling of reminiscing of going like going through your ex-files and you know, mem- like the memories that you created, the good times, of course, you're going to think about that. So always acknowledge that this is normal. However, the feeling that you are going to feel that I'm addressing that is normal outside of those happy moments that you're thinking about with that person is, you know, you're going to come across loneliness, you're going to come across humiliation, rejection, disconnection, disappointment, and even relief. So those all those things that I just um that I just listed out, those are normal. It's okay to have those feelings. You know, I don't want you ever to neglect those feelings because this is part of the healing process. This is part of your progress to understand, okay, I'm feeling all of this. Allow yourself to feel it, but then also eventually you're going to have to allow yourself to let it go so you can officially move on and just patch up and lick the wounds 
that you feel that need to be healed. So to help you better navigate the healing process, let's explain let's explain why heartbreak is happening in the and like in the first place. So first one, what causes heartbreak when a, when a relationship ends? So I actually found a psychotherapist by the name of Dan, uh, Donna Boteri. Um, she's also she's actually based in Florida. She says that at the start of a relationship, our thoughts tend to be happy and uplifting. We may have felt good about ourselves, thoughts about the time our ex commented the way we were beautiful or handsome or how much they loved us. However, when the relationship ends, your thoughts gonna, are going to start mixing up. Like we have the positive messages that were given by our exes combined with with perhaps our own judgment thoughts that we are not good enough or thoughts that things never work out for us so these thoughts you know affect feelings and feelings affect actions so when you're feeling down you may engage in behaviors you know you typically don't for example you may skip showering (laughs) or avoid getting together with friends and family you know, you may feel like more alone than ever when you're dealing with this because it's like it's like detoxing from something. You know, it's like when you're hooked on a drug, this is you're going through a withdrawal from a routine with somebody. So, of course, you're going to have these these moments in time where you truly are feeling alone and feeling like you can't explain to anybody what's going on because, you know, you're embarrassed or you just don't want to you don't want to talk about it because the more you talk about it, it's like the more real it becomes. So another psychotherapist who is based in New York City, Gina Mafia, she adds that the details and circumstances of a breakup determine how you feel. So if you feel leaving someone in a painful place after you end it, you, (laughs) you may be ridden with the guilt and sadness. If you're the one who's been broken up with, you may be in a state of shock and go through different phases of grief which include anger depression and anxiety so here are a couple tips for healing a broken heart so of course as you cope with the loss of a relationship these these tips may help you on your journey of healing so number one take time to grieve okay If possible, try to think of the loss of the relationship as a grieving process. Like this person, like I'm not saying that they died, but like in a way, oh my God, that reminds me of a college song. Like I miss someone who didn't even die, like someone who's still breathing, like, you know, like, so (laughs) you know that song, you know. So, you know, give yourself time. Like don't try to find someone new right away because the best thing we can do is to try and honor our emotions and not judge our emotions. I can't tell you how harsh I've been in the past with a relationship that like my last, not my most previous relationship, but my relationship of six years. Because at times I've sat there and I judged myself and I judged my emotions and I felt guilty for even having them. Because like part of me would second guess myself. I'd feel like, did I make the right decision or, you know, being humiliated and just going through all the roller coaster of emotions like you know feeling rejected even though at the same time that rejection was coming from someone that obviously didn't deserve me like he was cheating on me left and right he was disrespecting me he was controlling me he was trying to you know make me out to be like his own personal puppet that he can just move 
anything around in his in his way and if he didn't get his way then it was there was always a fight that would happen so to validate your emotions it may help you to reframe your thoughts instead of thinking i shouldn't feel so sad start thinking i'm experiencing feelings of sadness and that is okay i want you to understand it's okay to not be okay okay can i please say that it is okay to not be okay it's okay to not always feel happy all the time you know happiness i I, listen i love the feeling of being happy and just feeling just positivity run through my veins but also when i acknowledge that i'm sad i let myself feel sad and i don't allow myself to feel sorry for being sad or feeling unhappy because Sometimes ignoring your emotions, especially the sad ones, is not good for you. It's not something that you should feel ashamed of. You know, we're humans. We're not robots. We're not meant to, you know, feel discouraged when we're crying or when we're feeling vulnerable or we're feeling like, okay, I'm really being sensitive right now. That is just showing how human you are. That's showing you're alive. Dead people can't cry. (laughs) Okay? Gotta look, maybe you gotta look at it that way. Dead people can't cry. Dead people can't hurt. Dead people can't feel pain. So acknowledge the fact that you're still alive. You're still breathing. You're still here. And this is a process. This is a season that you're going through right now. But just understand it's not, it's not going to be forever. Allow yourself to feel it and then allow yourself to let it go. So while some people take time to be alone, look inward. Or, you know, see a therapist to work through the complicated emotions of a breakup. Sometimes therapy really does help. It does go such a far long way into figuring yourself out, figuring out your own psyche and just navigating your way through a breakup and just trying to get back to to the root of yourself before you even met them. Because remember this, you are you before you met them. Okay, take take a bat. Like, regardless if, you know, you were so you were in a better place or you were in a bad place either way you should always want to level up from where you were at one point so yes i can say you were you before you met them but also level up to the you that is going to be an upgrade for yourself so that way now you've experienced this however you're taking that experience and now you have this acknowledgement you have this exposure and now you know i'm not going to allow something like this to happen to me again i've already been through it once i saw i saw the fr- the red flags i'm not going to i'm not going to endure this anymore i'm not going to allow it to even come close to me and if it does come close to me i'm going to cut it off immediately so <clears throat> i i wouldn't recommend some, like you know what was i i was going somewhere with this <laughs> oh okay so I wouldn't recommend, you know, running into somebody else. Like, if you're trying to get over someone, don't get under someone. I've said this in previous episodes. It's not going to work, okay? And the wonder, the wonderful thing about me and my new friend's ex that we shared, we shared this man at one point, is he was truly a serial monogamist. He really was. Because it's crazy how, like, not that long ago, he was with her and then when she decided to true truly pick herself i'm so proud of her for this like hearing that come from her and just her choosing herself that like ugh, i'm not even related to this girl but it's like that gave me such a a proud big sister moment because god like choosing yourself over toxicity choosing yourself over the things that don't respect you Oh, I give the most highest praise to that. I'm so proud of her for doing this because 
the second she chose herself, what is he doing? I get a freaking, it's crazy. I get a, for my best friend, she sends me a screenshot of his Tinder account. And I'm like, that's insane. So, you know, like I said, girl code is girl code. No matter how this man made me in the time feel about her or how whatever feelings that me and I've had towards her, girl code is girl code. I'm not about to let this girl look stupid while this man is running in the streets with his fuckery no absolutely not and part of me knew in my heart that he he was most likely gonna go back to her and either way I was already slowly moving on and progressing with my own life and not caring about him anymore and just like going about my life but seeing that I was like I need to tell this girl I have to tell her this is this is not okay I'm not about to have a female out here looking dumb as fuck and make it like, you know, this man trying to make her feel like she's the only one he's talking to. In reality, he's trying to he's trying to get involved with other people. He's trying to find his next victim or someone who can who can, you know, be his supply of validation because that's the kind of man that he is. He seeks validation off of other people. That's why he victimizes himself and so into a manner that women feel sorry for him and feel like they need to save him. Bitch, if you don't go save yourself. <laughs> oh lord i the (laughs) just a little tea drop like me and her got into a merge conversation with this man and oh i love the feeling of calling that narcissistic son of a bitch a bitch because that's exactly what the hell he is oh sorry guys i had had a little moment i'm not gonna lie had a little moment but it's okay i got that over with ask god to forgive me and now we moving forward (laughs) we moving forward now okay living for the lord you know and like, am I proud of that? You know, no, I'm not. Like, like I said, sometimes we do things out of, you know, out of anger, out of emotion. However, I don't regret what I said to him. I will never go back and apologize to him and be like, I'm sorry for what I called you. No, nope, you deserved it. All in all, you deserved it. And her telling him to go fuck himself, he deserved that too. I'm sorry. Like, I, I've learned to stop having, like, feeling sorry for people that have deliberately disrespected me that did me wrong okay in that moment of time you're gonna feel my wrath but then after you feel it I'm gonna go about my business and never think about you again that's how I move like I don't know about you guys but that's just that's that's how I heal I guess (laughs) well not how I heal but like that's my take on things like certain things don't don't need a response but that oh I'm sorry that needed a response he needed to be called a bitch (laughs) someone needed to tell his ass to shut the fuck up and stop being a manipulative asshole towards a woman that was nothing was actually really good towards him. She was nothing but good. And he took advantage of her and did all of these cruel things. And that will never sit right with me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. At this point, you are dead to me. You have your feelings do not matter to me at this point. So I don't care if I hurt them. I don't care if you're in your room in the fetal position. I don't care. You disrespect my friends. You disrespect me. I don't care about you. You you serve no goodness. You don't deserve any goodness that comes from me. And then him trying to tell me, oh, what kind of Christian are you? First of all, what does my Christianity have to do with me be, with me holding your ass accountable for being a piece of shit and being a narcissist? All right, then. End of that conversation. Anyways, <laughs> so... Oh, lordy. Where was I at? Okay. Alrighty. So, 
we need to take the time to look within and take inventory of what patterns we may have taken into the relationship with us that no longer work. So we need to tend to our own wounded hearts and take the time to allow the healing to happen with time, care, gentleness, and deeper self-understandings. You know, because like I said, you're healing yourself in this moment of time. I want you to understand that. And that's huge. You are doing this solely alone because your healing is alone. You have to do it by yourself. And of course, we always have support of our friends, of our family. But at the end of the day, it's your decision making. It's your choice whether or not you are going to continue to make the same mistakes or you're going to take a different route and do something different and choose yourself ultimately because you deserve to choose you. After everything you've been through, I think it's time for you to look at yourself and be like, you know what? I deserve to choose me for once. Instead of me looking for other people to choose me, I think it's time for me to choose me. For me to love me the way I deserve to be loved and stop seeking love out from other people to make me feel special because I am special. You are special. Can I just say that? Like whoever's listening to this right now, you know, to my new friend, you are special. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Even after you go through a breakup, don't let nobody make you feel like they just took away your special. You, they didn't take away shit. Okay, because at the end of the day, whatever you came to the table with, you ha- you can take everything back that you offer to them up from the table. Now they can sit and starve by themselves because you just removed all the goodness, all the feast that you had to offer. Always remember, when you're the person that was doing good, it's never your loss. It's theirs. You didn't lose anything. What did you? What do you think you lost? You lost a person that wouldn't even fucking cross an ocean for you. They wouldn't wouldn't even jump over a puddle. You're willing to do all these things for them and they wouldn't even think twice to ever do those things for you. You're out here with no hesitation, ready to jump and they're over here looking, okay, how far deep, how far is that drop? Like, the fuck? No. It is not your loss. It is their loss and they're going to have to live with that for the rest of their lives. However, however the situation ended. Even if it ended on good terms, you know, things end for a reason. Things end so new beginnings can start. I want you guys to understand that, you know, be open to the new beginnings and also be accepting of the endings. Endings are good. Endings are so good. It should be empowering to you. It shouldn't, it shouldn't degrade you or make you feel any less because you are not less. Let this, let, let this situation grow you. Let this situation mold you into the person that you are meant to be, that you are destined to be. Remind yourself of who you are because you are you at the end of the day and you pick yourself up every single day. Always, 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 always remind yourself of that. You're doing this for you. You're doing everything in your power. You're healing, you're processing, all of it. You're doing it for you. So that way, when you are fully healed, when you have come to the realization, when you have come up from the cert, from the interior, from the bottom, and you've risen all the way to the top, to the surface again, you know your worth, you know your value, and you will not let anybody, any any relationship, any future relationship ever disrespect you or put you in positions and situations that you've ever dealt with in the past. You won't allow it. You won't tolerate it because now your boundaries are up and they are not moving. When you set those boundaries, you know for a fact, ain't nobody can, can you know, overcome them. 
Because the second they overcome them, you're out of the, you're out, you're done. You can't respect my boundaries, then you have no business having a spot in my life. Simple as that. And that's coming from a, a people pleaser that used to be that. I don't, I don't people please anymore. You either respect my boundaries or you don't. I'm done trying to be on bended knee for people that don't respect me. You don't respect me, then there's the door. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay, so our second tip is find a new source of joy. So when you make time for your self-inquiry and your self-reconnection, you know, Mafa says that this can lead, Mafa being <laughs> those who didn't know, let me say her full name. So where'd she go? Where'd she go? Gina. There we go. So Gina Mafa, who is also a psychotherapist, she says that give yourself the time. Oh, wait. Is that, oh, no, that was, that was time to grieve. Sorry. I'm like going through my notes. Okay. So Gina says that this can lead to connection with what may have once brought you peace, joy, or inspiration, but was put on hold during your relationship. So we may be more open to saying yes to new things, people, and experiences as a way to explore a newfound sense of freedom, even if it hurts. So Dana suggests pushing yourself to do things even when you don't feel like it. Chances are, even after meeting a friend for lunch, you arrive home feeling better than you stay, than what you would have felt like staying home. Uh, I can't stress this enough. It's so good just, you know, getting back into the rhythm of, you know, your old routines or even like doing things like I like, like what, <laughs> like what the psychotherapists have, have said, you know, doing things that, you know, you don't necessarily want to do them, but you do them anyways, because it just, it does give you a level of freedom and it does give you a sense of joy because being around people that love you, your friends love you. Well, I mean, I'm saying like genuinely, like your real friends, not some fake ass friends, <laughs> but you know, the people that care about you, like they don't want to see you hurt. It hurts them to see you hurt. If that's a real friend. It's going to pain them to see you in pain. So, oh, Lordy, <laughs> excuse me. So, you know, distract, like the best distraction is, you know, your self-care moments. And sometimes self-care can come from, you know, learning how to do things on your own or, you know, when you want social interactions, going out, enjoying yourself, have fun. Listen, that relationship is not the end of you. <laughs> That's just the termination of how like they're face to face time with you. That's it. And I understand it's hard. It's hard walking away from someone that you've had years with. But at the same time, and then, like I said, it ended for a reason. And if this reason ended, sometimes that opens up a chapter for new beginnings and let new sources of joy be that new beginning. Let that door open for you. Be the person that opens the door. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. You'd be surprised what you find out there. Ooh, okay, I think that wrapped. All right, Alyssa. <laughs> and number three, make a list of what you like about yourself. So when you're feeling low about yourself, consider making a list of all the good things you did for your past partner or all the qualities they liked about you and the qualities you like about yourself. So for example, you know, you can write a self-love list, a self-love list like I made her or him coffee in the morning. I picked him or her up from the train station when it rained. I put him or her favorite song when she was sad. I reminded him or her about his dad's birthday, you know, because you may also find it helpful to write out a list of positive things you'll do in the future, in your future relationship. So if you'd rather not think about relationships, 
you know, Dana, she suggests searching the internet for self-affirmations that resonate with you, you know, such as, I am not my mistakes, I am enough, and there's no wrong decision. So recite these, you know, when you are having negative or self-defeating thoughts. And number four, acknowledge thoughts about your former partner. When thoughts of your ex arise, try not to stop or block them. Instead, you know, Dana, she's, she recommends practice being a witness. Ooh, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I literally just had an epiphany, not epiphany, but like kind of like a realization myself of just saying this is being a witness to these thoughts. So, you know, when these thoughts come up, just take a step back and acknowledge them. Acknowledge what you've been through. You know, people always say, you know, stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. You know, it's just eating you up. Sometimes it's healthy for you to acknowledge what's happened to you. But instead of acknowledging it from like you being face to face with it, acknowledge it as if you are a third person. Like you are seeing yourself going through this abuse. You're seeing yourself go through all of this. That will completely switch gears for you and it'll change your perspective because now you're viewing yourself from an out, like from the outside. It's like a third person, person point of view. So you know you're experiencing them. And they're passing through your mind. So you're observing them and you're practice observing and letting them go at the same time. So while you're watching yourself go through all these moments, it's making you realize, wow, I never want to do this to me ever again. I don't want to do that. I don't want to put her through this ever again because she is deserving. I am deserving. He is deserving of better than what I've, I've allowed myself to accept because the minute you pay attention to one and label it as something important, you are no longer witnessing them. You are now judging them. And judging brings more negative emotions since your expectations were not met. Okay? <laughs> so always make sure that while you're in this moment, in this process of thinking about situations, don't try to judge yourself and try to like, you know, I guess criticize yourself like, oh my God, I can't believe I let myself do that. I can't believe I didn't say this back to them. I can't believe I let them say this to me. Don't be so hard on yourself. You know, it happened. It is what it is. But now just allow yourself to witness what happened and eventually just acknowledge and let go. Don't judge yourself because judging yourself off things that, you know, you have no control now over, it's not going to do you any good any later. Number five, express your needs to others. If you're not feeling up to meeting friends or having a hard time following through on commitments, try to share your feelings with others. Because when you don't share these these feelings, you're not communicating with people. You know how not not misleading, but just how how confusing that can be for someone else on the outside, on the other end. Because you know, obviously they don't know this breakup is going on. You know, you're not you're not exposing it. No one knows about this. They're just going to think, you know, something, something's wrong or something's up or they're going to think maybe they did something to you. But if you're a real friend, though, you be the type to pay attention and be like, listen, you're not acting like your normal self. What's going on? And and I don't say like that person should pry it out of you, but at least, you know, you have acknowledging friends and they're paying attention to this. So in, in respect for them loving you and seeing these changes in your actions, you know, feel safe enough to speak out on it and be okay with talking about it. So try to reconsider your needs at this at this time and let others know what you're dealing with. Because many people have felt the same way and will understand that you might need some time 
to re- to return back to your normal state. So that was number five. Number six is turn your attention towards others. So when the pain of a breakup is too hard to bear, you know, you might find yourself focusing on the needs of others and can bring feelings of well-being and distract you from focusing on yourself. But consider volunteering at, you know, local, like, I mean, it can be anywhere where you're volunteering. Like, even if it's just helping a friend in need with, you know, cleaning or just doing running, like running errands or, you know, signing up for Rover and like walking dogs, like just keep yourself kind of busy outside of just yourself. Because like I said, you focus on the inward, just the internal of what's going on within yourself but also you want to also make sure that you're paying attention to the outside like you don't always have to you don't always have to make you your main focus like because indirectly you are doing this by like distracting yourself but distracting yourself with your own actions like you helping somebody you going you know you doing something you participating in something you you know being a part of like one thing I did was after I mean when I was with my most previous ex I like I don't even want to call him an ex because that shit didn't barely even last it and the only reason why homie even asked me to be his girlfriend was to make my new friend jealous that's literally the reason why and um so I wouldn't even call him that uh let's let's have a let's have a code name for this man we'll call him Gatsby (laughs) let's call him Gatsby So, you know, during the time when I started dating Gatsby, me and I just started getting back into church. I started, well, not getting back into church, but like, you know, singing in church because I love to sing. That's something that I feel is my passion. It's my hobby. I love to do that. And, you know, I love to also be involved in church. So that's something I turn to. And boy, even after that situation, even without me knowing all the information that I know now, you know, singing in church and just really getting connected back with my church family, that really helped me a lot. And that that attention that I was putting towards, you know, learning different songs, learning different Christian music and stuff like that, that really just, it brought wholesomeness to me and I needed that. And I feel like maybe that that's why like my healing process is different now because I'm not just reverting back to things of my own, but I'm reverting things of my own actions to others too. So number seven is allow emotions to flow. I always say this, always allow your emotions to flow. Don't ever bottle anything up because bottling up just means that it it, like how I look at it is like a river. Okay. So you have a river, you know, there's a flow of things. There's a flow of how, you know, the river is supposed to go. So imagine if there's a blockage. So that blockage is causing, you know, the stream that's coming all that water to kind of be with it's it's kind of, it's blocking it obviously <laughs> so what ends up happening when too much water is coming flow and obviously whatever's blocking it, it's going to end up breaking and then a bunch of water is just going to flood in so imagine your emotions all hitting you at once think of it like that so instead of it just flowing the way it's supposed to all these waters of emotions is just it's hitting you harder than it did so that's why i say it's not healthy for you to hold things in because when it hits you it hits you unexpectedly and it hits you hard so when you allow yourself to feel your emotions in like in different moments 
allow yourself to feel them. It's okay. You know, you might, you may even find it helpful to talk to a friend, a family member, or even a therapist about these emotions related to your breakup or your ex-partner. Because if you're not comfortable sharing all of your feelings, you know, even consider writing them down or meditating on them. Because you even engaging in in another project or like that could be included with a painting, like this also may help you release what's on your mind. So in turn, like even journaling has helped me, you know, I have my own little prayer book. Like I said, I'm a Christian, so that's my thing. I have a little prayer book. So it's like I'm talking to God when I feel like I just want to let my emotions out, but I don't know how. So I write things down or even meditate or even go to the beach and just be in my own company, listen to some meditation music and just like have one earbud in and also listen to the waves come in and out and just flow and it just kind of kind of gives me a balance back to my own emotions like allowing myself to just flow and just allow things to come in and then be released number eight find relief in exercise and movement lord knows how many people i've seen that are fighting demons up in that gym (laughs) but no it is shown that exercise does reduce stress So if you're using exercise as a healthy outlet to manage feelings of anxiety, sadness, and stress, it does work. Like, it can be as simple as a daily walk, a bike ride, or an online workout. Like, there's so many different ways to exercise or to incorporate incorporate exercise into your daily routine when you're feeling sad or stressed about, you know, this breakup. And number nine is avoid activities that remind you of your ex. Stop doing shit that you used to do, (laughs) you know, because sometimes it's like you're teasing yourself at this point. You're still you're reminding yourself and that's not growth. That's not how you're going to move on. That's not how you're going to heal, because if you continue to do this, you're just going to feel overwhelmed by unwanted thoughts and emotions and try to consider, you know, consider even possibly reaching out to them again. And you don't want this. There's a reason why things ended, like I said, and I'm going to continue to say. Things ended for a purpose so that way bigger things can come to you so that way you can receive better for you. And, uh, you know, consider just staying away from places, you know, listening to music or being around people who remind you of your ex for a little while because it's going to it's it's fresh. You got to look at it like it's an it's a brand new it's a brand new wound. It's fresh. You're not just going to expose it. And be like, all right, la di da da go about my day. Like, no, it still hurts you. So you can't expose yourself to things that you know are going to trigger you. That's why that whole no contact is a fucking thing. It's real and it's there with purpose because if you're still contacting them, you're not even, you're going backwards now. You're not even fully moving forward about your healing process because you're still entertaining them. And of course, if this person is toxic and they won't let you go, you've got to make it known that you have no access, that they like there is no access being granted towards them. Let them text you all the fuck they want. Let them try to, you know, play mind games with you and try to do that whole little Snapchat thing where the person's typing and then you get a notification that they're typing and they're they're making you wonder, oh, what were you going to say? Like little games like that. You know, stop trying to go and scroll through your story to see if they're stalking you get out of those habits. Like even when you catch yourself doing it, just stop because it's not healthy for you. You know, what validation do you get off? Oh, they're still looking at my shit. Okay. And they want to make sure you're not like, they want to see how you're doing. They want to see, oh, are they, are they doing better without me? Are they doing like, 
they're not doing they're not checking up on you or like looking at your shit for you they're looking at shit because they're just nosy as fuck and they want to make sure that you're still miserable without them like like i said narcissistic people thrive off of other people being obsessed with them like that's just their thing so of course they're going to keep they're going to keep tabs on you they're going to see what you're doing what's life treating you like now and if you're doing better because obviously when this person sees that you're doing better what do you what do you think they're going to do they're going to try and come back into your life and fuck shit up again and it is ultimately up to you if you're going to allow that door to be open it you like you are at you are held at full accountability if you know this person broke you and you let them back in your life again you have to be the ending of that you have to be the person that stands on that boundary stand on the decision that you made for yourself because this person is not going to grow they're not going to grow with you and they're not going to change understand that once you get into the rhythm of that you are unstoppable you are standing in your power and you are not allowing anybody from your past to completely dictate over everything that you've built for yourself tell that person to go back to wherever the fuck they came from or no i'm not saying like like you actually tell them but like mentally just pray them out of your life like let the universe do its thing if you got to erase messages, if they're texting you multiple times, you got to block numbers, do that. Do whatever you need to do in order to move past this this breakup, move past, you know, things that are distracting you away from being your higher self because those things are not growing you. That ex of yours is not growing you. They're hindering you as an individual and you don't have space or time to be dealing with that. You don't have to deal with that. Like I said, you don't have to deal with shit that is being an inconvenience to you. You have all all right to get up off the table and walk away. That is completely and solely up to you. And if a person wants to make you feel bad for walking away from them, knowing good and well that they did nothing for you, that you that they pushed you to walk away, I want you to know one thing. You made the right decision by walking away. And don't let nobody make you feel bad for choosing yourself. You can respectfully tell them to go fuck themselves. Like my homegirl did to this man. Oh, my God. So proud of her for that. <laughs> I was on the other end of that phone, at the end of that phone call, and I was like, you fucking go, girl. You tell that man to go fuck himself because he doesn't deserve neither one of us. He doesn't deserve either one of us. And whatever he gets and after this is exactly what he deserves. Sorry. Like, I can sit here as a, as a proud person, as someone who is moving forward with her life. I can sit here and be like, you know what? <sighs> I hope he heals. I genuinely do, but come for the for just based off of what I've heard, I don't think there's any healing from that because he chooses not to heal himself. So I can hope healing for you, but I'm not gonna lose my mind and like, oh my God, am I losing my voice? <laughs> Y'all hear that? Like I can I can hope healing for him, but at the same time it's like I don't care about I don't care enough about you to even think about you. I'm going to let the universe do its thing because you're not even relevant enough for me to even have you in my thoughts. Okay? Hope you heal. But at the same time, whatever you receive is what you receive. Karma don't play. She comes to collect. That's all I'm going to say on that note. And then, obviously, last but not least, make meaning of the breakup. Okay? If this is possible... Try to make meaning of the relationship ending or accept that there's no meaning to why it ended. You know, over time, you may come to realize that the end of your relationship was ultimately in your best interest. However, it is possible that you might not be able to find any positive in the relationship ending. 
But either way, both are valid conclusions. So try to have faith and keep moving forward. That relationship ended with purpose, regardless if it was it was in a negative way or it was in a positive way. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It ended, it ended. Like, and as hard as it may be to just feel like, okay, when am I going to get over this? When am I going to stop feeling this way about this person? You will. Trust me, you will. <laughs> I I love the fact that even to this day, my ex, he still tries to, you know, tries to communicate with me. Not gaspy. I'm, I'm talking about six years here. <laughs> six year here. Uh, six year boy. How he still tries to contact me. Still tries to message me even, you know, out of out of random tries to do it. It doesn't affect me anymore. I literally look at him and I'm like, I don't even want you. I don't care for you. I don't care. You can be in front of my face and I will still look at you and say no. Like, I'm good. I'm good off that. And I can't wait for you to get to the point in your life that you see this person who truly affected you or you, you see that breakup that truly hurt you and it, you, it doesn't even hurt anymore. You don't feel anything. And that's a, that is an, a, a great place to be at when you feel nothing. Especially when at one point in your in your life you thought that this was something that you would never get over. Believe me, it's possible. You will get over it. You will choose yourself and you will be so grateful that you did. Because you standing beside your word, you standing beside your boundary, future you is gonna be applauding you. Like I want you to just take just take a a sneak peek at future you and what do you wanna see for yourself? That, that's what that's where where it really roots out of is where do you want to be like five years from now after this breakup do you do you want to be you know still stuck do you still want to like be like five years down the road and now you're still dealing with the same man or the same woman do you want that for yourself like genuinely ask yourself is that something that you feel in your heart you deserve because you don't you don't deserve to accept things that are not fulfilling you, that is not making you want to strive for better, and that's making you feel in your most authentic self that's accepting you. Would older you want that for for yourself? Would future you be okay with that? And if you're shaking your head no, and you're in your thoughts right now, you're thinking absolutely not, then this is a moment of time where you know in your you know in your heart you made the right you made the right choice because you chose you and you're building these boundaries back up you're building that strength back up for yourself so that way when you look 5 years down the road or however however many years you want to go ahead like be ahead of yourself you know that i did this for me and that was the best decision i could have made i am the best decision i could make betting on me choosing me knowing that i am worth every every good thing that comes my way and not looking at that relationship as if it's i mean i understand it's a bad memory it's bad you know however however pain or trauma they caused you but just remember that you're no longer in it anymore you're free that person has no control over you anymore you have free range of your life that person's not holding you back and the only person that will be holding you back is you if you allow this person to come back into your life. If you know in your heart that they're no good for you and you still allow them, 
don't 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 block your own blessings and don't let that good part of you that people pleasing inside of you or that person that still wants to see the good in them don't let that don't let that completely diminish the truth that you already know and that you've come to realize about this person you didn't heal this far you didn't grow this far just to take yourself back to things that broke you that completely made you question your own reality that gaslit you that manipulated you you're better than that now and you're in in this moment if you are in the process of be trying to become better and trying to move forward from this just know you're gonna get there understand that you are powerful you are more than capable and things are going to work out just in your favor just continue to choose you continue to do the right thing for yourself i know sometimes choosing ourselves is hard but at the same time it's the most rewarding if i didn't choose myself three years ago out of that relationship i don't god knows where i would have been who knows i could have ended up pregnant could have ended up in even a more like a worse situation with this guy because i sat there and i thought to myself well maybe you know maybe things will be lighter at the end of the tunnel no the fuck they won't that's such a misconception of your own brain trying to lie to itself or not even your brain because your brain knows what the fuck is going on it's a misconception of your heart you're trying to manipulate your heart into loving a person that has no business being even loved by you they don't even deserve your love so i'm gonna end that note on that Uh, well not on that but on this i i know this healing process is hard i know healing from a breakup is hard and the ending of a relationship is difficult but just know however that situation the reason why it ended just choose to look at it with purpose choose to look at it as this purpose is going to build me for something greater for another door to open and i am completely inviting that in i'm no longer opening up doors that i've closed and locked and threw away the key I'm done looking back at situations that have ended that were no good for me. And I refuse to ever reach out back to them, no matter how lonely I may feel, no matter how many times I reminisce over the good times or I still have trouble deleting the old text messages and looking at old photos. Delete them all. Delete them all. That's the biggest thing. If you have any anything that reminds you of this person, get rid of it. Because that energy is still cultivating in your home. It's still cult- it's still in your room. It's still in your life. Like, listen, when I when I ended things with Gatsby, I literally closed the door and removed myself. I gave him back all of his shit along the things that he bought me. Yeah. And me, I'm very like I like to have metaphors and shit. I put a rose on top of it and handed that shit back to him. Cause you know when someone dies, you know, you throw a rose on the ca- you throw roses on the casket. That's exactly how I how I pictured it. This is the last nail on the coffin. I'm handing you back your shit along with the things that you've ever bought me. And I threw out every single rose that he's ever gotten me, any teddy bear, everything in my possession that even reminds me of him, I got rid of. I don't need that energy in my home. I don't need that energy in my life. And I don't need to sit here and see it every single day. That's like self-torture. I'm looking at shit from my past that I'm trying to move forward from. So get rid of all the things that remind you of this person, put a damn rose on it, and walk away from that fucking coffin because it's dead and you can't resurrect people. You can't make the dead come back to life. Walk walk and look at them as if they fucking died and move like it. Set those boundaries for yourself. I love you guys so much. Again, this episode is truly dedicated to my new friend. And like I said, I'm praying for her healing. I'm praying that she continues to choose herself and not allow this fuck-ass man 
that is toxic, that's manipulative to ever reach her again or ever make himself feel like we he has two women obsessed over him because we are not, I am not, and she is not. And we are only going to be growing and thriving after this. So <laughs> that's all. And, and I mean that for all of us, even though I, I dedicated this episode to her, I'm talking to all of my listeners. We are growing, we are thriving, and we're not going to let one breakup freaking completely break us apart in pieces that we are unable to put ourselves back together and get better for ourselves. You are deserving of that. And I will be damned if I allow any of my listeners feel like they cannot overcome the breakup. They can't overcome the things that broke them because you sure as hell can. I believe in you. I am proud of you. And my my DMs are open. If you need just that self-affirmation, that self-encouragement for you to be reminded of your power, because like I said, that is my love language. And I'm always going to express my love language to those who take the time to listen to me and take time out of their day to listen to this podcast because this truly is for all of you and I love you all so much hope you have a great night it's almost 12 o'clock at night (laughs) and I will see you guys here back at the next episode thank you guys so much for joining in on the mind is the matter podcast I hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.